for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi, my name is Mike, and I'm so glad the Holy Spirit has led you to be here to study and to read God's Word together. You know, have you ever ran out of gas uh, in your car? I know for me, that's happened sadly a few times, but the most uh, memorable moment when that happened was when I was in college, and I was one of the leaders for our mission trip for the youth, youth ministry. And it was a local one. We went to a different state and we helped out uh, students there who were in a very rural area. And, you know, after we had settled down for the night, uh, myself and a few of the leaders took the church car, church van to go shopping for the next day's supplies. And as we were driving around, because it was unfamiliar to us, we were driving around for quite some time looking for a convenience store where we can uh, purchase our things. And I wasn't paying attention to the gas gauge. And, you know, next thing I knew, the car, whenever I pressed the accelerator, the car wasn't moving. And I found out that we ran out of gas. And I had to park it, and we walked back to our camp, which took us maybe about 30 minutes. And I remember we were just eaten alive by mosquitoes. And it taught me an important lesson, a lesson uh, not to pay attention to the gas gauge and to be prepared so that that doesn't happen to me again. And that's something that we're going to find in our passage that we're going to be reading. Uh, so let's take a look at that together, shall we? Matthew chapter 25, verses 1 through 13. At that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. The foolish ones took their lamps, but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming, and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore keep watch, because you do not know the day or the hour. You know, it's very common for Jesus to teach in parables. He explained things in such a way where people would understand uh, based on, you know, different events that they were used to, things that took place 
and that they were aware of, and they can translate that into their spiritual lives. And in the end of chapter 24, Jesus talks about his return and how no one will know about this. No one knows the day or the time. And now Jesus is giving this parable to teach them how they need to be prepared individually uh, for that moment. And so the theme of the parable is on this wedding ceremony. And in their culture, you know, the weddings would go on for at least a week, several days. Uh, It's not like maybe some of us are used to, maybe just a few hours within a day. But for them, this was, you know, an ongoing festivity that they would all partake in. And it appears that uh, the groom here lives, you know, quite a distance away from the bride. And the bridesmaids are waiting for the groom to arrive so that when he appears, they can participate in the procession, which is the, the next part of the wedding ceremony. Now, the lesson that Jesus is trying to give here and explain through the ten virgins is that we need to always be prepared. Uh, That's the main point that Jesus is trying to get across here for his second coming. And in this parable, the groom appears uh, here, and these ten virgins are evenly divided uh, between those who are ready for the arrival and those who are unprepared uh, at the arrival of the groom. You know, the difference between these two groups are that uh, one group is ready. They had bought oil and in preparation for the lamps to be lit uh, for the return of the groom. And the ones who were unprepared, uh, they didn't have oil, and so they had nothing. And they would be the ones who would miss out on this wedding ceremony. You know, this parable serves as a warning to all of us that you don't want to be caught unprepared when Christ arrives. Uh, This would be devastating and this would be very detrimental to those who are unprepared. You see, all ten of these women were expecting to be a part of the wedding ceremony. They thought they would all be in it. But at the last minute, because they weren't, they weren't prepared, they were going to miss out on the most uh, amazing activity that they could be a part of. And we see here the groom appears and some of the women ask the others, you know, can you share your oil? And what ends up happening is that they are rejected. They are told flat out that they cannot give any to you. Uh, We see that uh, preparation of the oil cannot be transferred. Uh, Just as oil can't be transferred, our faith cannot be transferred from one person to another. And I think Jesus is trying to make that clear to us that uh, be ready. And so you cannot have someone else's faith in your life. That means for all of us, we need to be prepared individually. Uh, And so you cannot borrow that. Uh, You know, I remember when I was contemplating and thinking about going into ministry. And I talked to one of the pastors at that time. And I told him my situation. I told him that I was thinking about it. And one of the reasons why I felt like I was called to ministry was because I felt like my mom was praying for me and that this would be an answer to her prayer. And I'll never forget what he told me. And he said that just because your mom's prayer for you is to go into ministry doesn't mean that that will be your decision. That's something that you need to make on your own. 
It needs to be your own conviction. It needs to be uh, between you and God, not between uh, your mom and God. And that really made sense. That really helped me to wrestle with the Lord in coming up with the decision of going into ministry. And so I'm thankful that uh, he brought that to my attention uh, because that's something that I needed to own on my own because I couldn't do that based on someone else's prayers or someone else's faith. And that helped me to realize that. And then in verse 12, uh, one of the scariest things that we can ever hear from Jesus is when he says, I do not know you. And I hope and pray that that is never said to any one of us. It would be devastating to think that you had everything ready, you had everything prepared, but you did the wrong thing. Uh, it's like when you do all the homework and you find out that it's for the wrong chapter. And th therefore, everything you did meant nothing. If all that you do is not for Jesus, that means Jesus can answer and say to you, I do not know you because you are doing it for yourself and not for Jesus. The only way into heaven is if we believe that Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and the only life. Uh, Jesus returns to take his people into heaven, and we need to be ready. Uh, spiritual preparation cannot be bought, and it cannot be borrowed at any point in time. Our relationship with God needs to be our own. It needs to be something that is based on a personal relationship an intimate relationship with Christ alone. I hope and pray that that will be true for all of you. And so as we are reminded in this passage, may it be a sober reminder that Jesus will return. And the question that we need to see is, are we being prepared for it? And the emphasis here that Jesus is giving is that it's an individual preparation process. This does not depend on your parents. It doesn't depend on your parent, your, your pastor, or your friends. But it's only between you and God. And this is something that you need to be prepared for, just like these ten virgins. That those who were unprepared could not borrow from someone else, could not negotiate, could not bargain. The same goes for us. When Jesus returns, it will be a very it will be with certainty, and it's only what God can do for us. Uh, may that be our goal. May that be our approach uh, in His return. So let's be ready and let's pray for that together, shall we? Father, we thank you for your word, and we know God that uh, we don't want to be in the, left in the dust. We don't ever want to hear the words where you say that you do not know us. But I pray, God, that we'll hear the words, Welcome home, good and faithful servants. I pray that that will be our desire. May that be what we long for and that we will strive for uh, in the process, that we will learn to love others, that we will learn to give, we will learn to sacrifice, put others above ourselves. And we do this all because of how you have loved us. So we thank you for this privilege. We thank you for this honor. And we pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world of stepping in closer, see Jesus.